Looking good. Welcome to... What difference does it make? We're not talking episodes anymore. I think I've given up. We're way past that. There will be episodes. I will always label the episodes, but uh, I think I've given up doing like episode seven, part three. (laughs) Which I think this probably is, or part four. So anyway... Yeah, so that means uh, yeah, 20 divided by 106. I, I can't do that. Let's just say this would be the, our fifth installment. Could that be? That's This uh, is our fifth episode talking about 1981 and these songs. Yeah, I think we're going to have to be a little more concise. All right. That's a, long, that's a lot of episodes for 1981. Okay, anyway, I'm Holly. I'm Dave. Welcome. And, uh, yes, I do get that uh, concise. Be concise. Be focused. <laughs> Like all of a sudden, oh, squirrel. (laughs) One of those guys. Yep. Me too. So we can't have two of us in the show. So I think we edit out this whole part. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. None of this is coming in. It's going to be in the episode. uh, So we're going to just give you a a heads up on something. You will not be hearing the music. Yeah, we started feeling guilty about putting in the music. Although it's a highly entertaining show, when there is music, we find that it's... Uh, afterwards, we uh, we are guilt ridden and uh, have angst, and uh, all of a sudden we we imagine ourselves in jail. We're not uh, using the music properly, but more so, we don't want to deceive our friends <laughs> <laughs> or America or the world. Yeah. We don't want to deceive the world. Well, We're- I mean, the music community when they say our friends. Yes. So anyway, so uh, um, listen on Anchor, or we'll just be you know five times more entertaining from here on out. No guarantees. <laughs> We're going to do the best we can. But yeah, but the music will be in there. I'm going to create a Spotify playlist. I think it's called the What Difference Does It Make podcast. So look us up there and you can find uh, the songs that we're discussing in each episode. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, so that brings us to, uh, we've been doing 106.7. We've been, uh, we're heading into uh, the final. We're the stretch run. We we can see the the light at the end of the tunnel. We're we're reaching the the peak of uh, of the top saw. The pinnacle. The pinnacle. Yes. So uh, here we are. We we uh, when we left off, we were talking surprisingly about the Rolling Stones. And um, the one thing that I noticed is this is a, a very female centric uh, top twenty. Yes, and we we like that. This is the Go Go's. Less to love. Dave, what can you tell me about Less to Love? It's a spectacular song. I actually had listened. Um, I you know I don't know if you you probably know the Go Go's were a punk band and then they were kind of cleaned up. I think uh, Belinda Carlisle uh, used to wear a trash can or tra- trash trash bag. bag. Yeah, she wore a trash <laughs> trash bag to to shows. That was her look. Um, and they were they were punkers. And if um, I actually pulled up a song on on YouTube of of Lust to Love of like the, uh, like a harder edge version of this song, it's it's also spectacular. Was it live? The version you heard? Was it was like, kind of like a demo, I think, uh, okay. recorded a f- uh, few years before Beauty and the Beat. Yeah. But uh, Lust of Love is a great song. It's just kind of, uh, it, it's nice. Okay. It's kind of a uh, female version of uh, guys, you know, just kind of, you know, lo- loving loving their women. But uh, yeah. just, it's, it's a one-night stand, really, that uh, turns into a little bit more. It's funny what you said about uh, about Belinda Carlisle wearing the the trash bag because I had read a story that she that's how she approached Charlotte Caffey who was one of the only actual musicians originally they had in the band when she approached her to be in the band or to play with them she was wearing a trash bag so I was trying to picture that you know myself 
someone coming up to me wearing a trash bag going, of course, I'm not a musician, so, you know, my perspective's a little different. And me going, yeah, I'm totally in, yeah. trash bag girl. <laughs> exactly. But that's, I'm sure that was respectable yes. there. Like, oh, wow, she, she really put some thought into this. Legitimacy. Yes, exactly. This is what I want. I like your look. I want to be a part of this. So yeah. that's, uh, that's part of how the Go-Go's came about. We should all be thankful for that. Definitely. Yes, the world is. <laughs> all right. So that was, uh, so that's Lust to Love. And then um, again, uh, we move into another female uh, singer, Lena Lovitch, new yes. toy. She's awesome. Lena Lovitch. She's so interesting. She's an interesting, she's an interesting look, an interesting voice. Um, and currently touring with Psychedelic Furs, at least right? in Europe or in, in the UK, at least. Oh, that's good to would hear. Would have been super fun to see. Yeah, I was not um, aware she was she was back and doing her own thing. That's you know that, that's yeah. great because I, I I really don't hear too much about her, and I remember hearing like the that's oh lucky number lucky number yes lucky number yeah. one yeah that was a great song I this was something I also loved. Um, here's my fun fact: Do you know who wrote this song? I don't know who wrote this song. This was written by her keyboardist, who was Thomas Dolby. No way. <laughs> yes way. It's true. So, um, what? Yeah. New toy, not new, lucky number. Right. New yeah. toy. New That's toy. Awesome. Yeah. Thomas Dolby. Right. So you right you uh, if if you watch uh, like a performance video of Lena Lovitch doing new toy, you could see Thomas Dolby to the side. Um, he, he was in her band and now he I'm wrote that song to. and you will hear it and go, oh yeah, that kind of sounds like a Thomas Dolby song. Of course, now, now I hear it. Yeah. Now that you're saying it. <laughs> With my words? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. So the, yeah, so Lena Lovitch was... Uh, another girl. Uh, yeah, another girl, but an innovator. <laughs> and I, maybe that's, I, and I've, I've been trying to think about maybe just hearing all these women singers, maybe that's why I was always accepted as like, why is that weird to have a woman as a yeah. front person or... It's not. In my world, it was not because this is what I was growing. You know, I heard a lot of these songs and I, I guess I thank K-Rock for playing all this music. Yeah. But yeah, as I look at this, I think the Go-Go's were the only all-female band. Everyone, you know, like Lena Lovitch, her band was all guys. Yeah. You know, the, you know, Pretenders. It was always just maybe the, the female was always the, the front, front person, but uh, it was never like a whole band of women. And that's why the Go-Go's are, were just such a unique and... Uh, Special special moment yeah. in time, and they were great. Period. Not just because they were they were all girls, women. Sorry. Yeah, they all yeah. had their their yeah. unique personalities. It was yeah, it was great. <laughs> we, we once again we do love the Go Go's. <laughs> their own show. The, they get their own podcast, not just their own episode. They we should. should do a whole podcast. Oh, on the definitely. Go-Go's, if there isn't one already. Oh my goodness. All right. All right, so now we go to uh, guys. Back to the boys. Back to the boys. But uh, uh, tell us what you will about number seventeen, which is Devo's jerking back and forth. Uh, this was, I, I think, this was their yeah. This was after Whip It and um, the album New Traditionalists and jerking back and forth. It's still just a, a great song. I, I don't know if you would call it a formula, but they had a sound. <laughs> they had a sound, and it, it worked. I mean, much like ACDC, you know, their songs all sound like ACDC songs, yeah. all songs by Devo, like that can only be one band. I, we have discussed this before. Their sound, unique. And there was a band who I can't remember what it was a few episodes ago that we said they're trying to sound like Devo. Right. Devo isn't a genre. Devo is a specific 
I don't know. I find them to be very specific. To me, there's nobody else really that sounds like Devo. They had a brand yeah. back then. Yeah. And their brand too. But the, yeah. Right. Right. The yeah. whole thing of, yeah, the evolution and, uh, you know, <laughs> which, which I believe devolution? is. Or is that devolution? No, it's the evolution. <laughs> yes. it's, it's all coming true. It's all to, coming to fruition, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so then we move to number 16, another female fronted band. Bye. Front female fronted band, yes, all bo- all boys in the band. Although, yeah, it was kind of a duo, I think, yeah. with X. And, yes, yes, X. 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 Xine, John Doe, Billy Zoom, yes, DJ Bone Break, yes. One of the few bands where I can name all the members. Very good. Are you That's impressive? Yeah. Yes, yes. You can name some. Like, can you name all the Go Go's? Yeah. Sorry to put you on the on the spot, but let's see if you can name all the Go Go's. Okay, Belinda Carlisle, Jane Weedland, Charlotte Caffey. Oh, you are putting me on the spot. I know. It's always the bassist and the drummer that we forget. Oh, Gina Shock. Drummer. Yes. Bassist is. You could do it. It's uh, it's in you. Gina Shock, Charlotte Caffey, Jane Weedlin, Belinda Carlisle. Ah! Can I give you the initials? Yes. yes. Okay. KV. Oh, Kathy Valentine. There you go. I knew you had it. <gasps> Sorry, Kathy. No, it's all right. Yeah, I'm sure. sure. She left the yeah. band for a little bit. They had a little, she's uh, a, little tiff. A, a little tiff, which everyone has, and she's back in the fold now. Yeah. So when, when you see the go-go's, Kathy is back in the band. Yay. Yay, exactly. Okay, so now we move to, uh, <laughs> we're going to always come back to the go-go's, aren't we? <laughs> um, that, that excites me. You can you can talk. We can talk forever about the Go Go's. Okay, so then we did we did X White Girl. Didn't we just talk about X? Well, oh, so, <laughs> we didn't really talk about it, but um, another and your uh, knowledge of all the band members. It's just a, yeah, it's just a one-two punch. Like a great, the first two X records are just mm. some of my favorites. Um, Los Angeles and this is from White Girl is from Wild Gift. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think this was probably their their biggest hit. This was on their when they were still on their the Baby Slash uh, record label that uh, before they went into before they signed to a major. You think the White Girl was their biggest hit? Um, I don't probably it was a their, I think it was the song that was the most commercial. Ah, uh, maybe thinking back, like that was kind of it was almost like a it was almost a ballad, but but catchy and fun. Do you find it hard to differentiate sometimes? Because you, you might be right about this being their biggest hit, and we can, you know, we can obviously look it up. Look it up, but the songs that you like, the songs that one likes, mm-hmm. are not necessarily the songs that were the biggest hits. But you think they were. They're so big in your mind, and then you realize oh, it didn't chart very high. Or right? No, I know this didn't chart at all, probably anywhere. I don't know if they except have, for the like, KROQ Top One Hundred Six Point Seven yeah, songs of nineteen eighty one. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know if maybe Hungry Wolf, uh, yeah, the first two albums, I think that this was probably, this was their big, big song. Yeah. This was the one that kind of got them a, uh, on the map. A, a little bit. Yeah. Not just in Los Angeles, yeah. but further along around the, the U.S. and the world. Was uh, Los Angeles a big? It was big. Yeah. The song. Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, no, it was, I, I don't think that would be a big hit or, okay. you know, it's, it was important in the area of Los Angeles. And for people that were that had access to hear this music, but I don't think it was, uh, you know, 
Outside. Out, right. Yeah, outside the, the whole thing of, of the world <laughs> or outside of the, of the Los Angeles, the Los Angeles community. Um, but anyway, that was, uh, it was, it's still a great song. I, I could hear that song anytime, any yes. day and, and just love it and sing along. Uh, okay. So now then, to the brothers who get along. The brothers who get along. This is Sparks, Funny Face. At number 15. Yeah. Um, actually kind of shocking because I don't uh, necessarily think of this as, as a big hit. Or, or thing that would be a song that would be in the top 20. But I'm I'm happy to I'm happy it's there. <laughs> it's it's weird. There's a few songs on in this top twenty where you kind of scratch your head, going I don't get it, or just songs that that did not uh, have a lasting impact or are not played anymore or kind of forgotten through time. Oh, we're getting to those because I was a little shocked also. Yeah, but there's uh, yeah, so it's kind of it's kind of interesting looking back at these yeah. things. Hey, you found the What Difference Does It Make podcast. We're going to take a break right now, and we'll be right back. I told you we'd be back. Here we go. Number 14. The Pretenders. Yay! Another another girl. Another girl. This is from um, their second album, The Adulteress. Well, the album is Pretenders Two. Yes, the song is The Adulteress. Correct. <laughs> did I did I not say that correctly? I probably I think didn't. you said the album. All right. Well, for- <laughs> what do you want to tell me about it? Being the big Pretenders fan, we love Chrissy Hind. <laughs> kind of like a less to love type of thing. Again, mm-hmm. she's she is the not the adulteress, not the predator. I guess she wouldn't want to say, but. She, she is the aggressor in this situation. We can call her the adulteress. She is the adulteress. That's what they say in the song. Yes. Um, and it's great. I mean, it's, uh, you hear it and, and it kind of makes me wistful thinking uh, what could have been had the, the guitarist James Honeyman Scott oh. and Pete Farndon still been around, Chrissy Hind and uh, Martin Chambers for, I could also name all four Very good. of the original pretenders. Oh, impressive. Just because I could, I would, yeah, those were, these were bands that meant a lot to me. So, um, so you the, dug deep. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's fun, especially, you know, when I'm looking back at this list, you go, you know, I'm thankful there, there's a YouTube because you can go on to, uh, you can go on YouTube and see them perform the song. Like, do you remember the show Fridays? It was kind of the ripoff of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. They got some great musical performers, and one of them was the Pretenders playing the Adulteress. So I got to see them play that, which I don't think there was no video for the, the Adulteress. So it's kind of cool to see them. And uh, that's really cool. I'm gonna. I I, I know you're going to send me. You're you're going to follow up because you have a memory of a you know. What's well, because steel trap? It's because I listened to the shows over and over and over again. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's a. Uh, uh, yeah, they were just a great band. I mean, Chrissy Hines still a great performer, but uh, it's. Kind of cool to see them in their in their prime playing this song. Yeah. I'm gonna look for that because I love the song and I don't remember it wasn't the that that show Fridays. I, I can't it, remember, but I remember the show and I don't remember the musical performances. Oh yeah, I remember watching it specifically for the music performances because mm-hmm. I know the Clash played on there. I think Devo played. I think all the bands <laughs> that, that were talked about. They, I mean, what the show didn't last very long, but in, it was there for. I think it was on the air for maybe from 1980 to 1981 or something like that. Yeah, Michael Richards was one of the the performers. Oh on that yeah, show. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah it was a thing. Show wasn't funny, but they did get 
good musical acts. And so that's... So that can uh, be what they're remembered for, except right, so, I didn't remember them. For right. Me. So you can pull it up yeah. on uh, YouTube now because miraculously it is still there. I love it. Yeah. All right. Um, so now we're, as we move all <laughs> right along, uh, Pete Shelley. Homo sapiens. Yes. Did you love the Buzzcocks as much as I did? No, don't shake your head. Come on. I really? didn't love <laughs> Yes, I like them, certainly. But not. I can't tell you the band members. No, I, I could not. Um, so you're not that big of a all fan. Right. God. Yeah, you're right. Okay. But uh, yeah, they were, for me, they were kind of like a British version of the Ramones. They were, <laughs> they were you know, just catchy pop punk songs. It was great. Yeah. Uh, you know, ever fallen in love? You know, what do I get? Orgasm Addict. Any of these songs sound familiar to you? No. Oh, they're, they're great short songs that just like, just really catchy. And um, you should, it's it's worth okay, well, playing some, some buzzcocks. But anyway, Pete Shelley was, I, I saw them recently. It's very funny watching, seeing Pete Shelley now. I mean, he looks, he's just this old, he looks like, you know, Steve Jones. He's just, you know, this, <laughs> this old An old doc, dad rock star. Old dad, it really does. Yeah. But, you know, they get on stage, they play their songs, and it's just phenomenal. So um, so you saw him? I have seen them, yeah. Recently? Yeah, a few years back, actually. How'd they sound? Phenomenal. Love them. Okay. Loved it so much. You know, you you don't have to, I mean, the visual, they don't look at, you know, they're not these skinny uh, British punks anymore. There's, they're, they've got beer bellies and they're, they're <laughs> graying hair, but, you know. They're relatable. Yes, exactly. You, <laughs> and you look in the audience and we all look the same. So yeah. it's great. And so anyway, Pete Shelley had this uh, solo song, Homo Sapien. I think Pete Shelley had a career, a solo career after I'm also. Sure, I'm sure there, were other, there were other hits. Insert names here. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know. I do know yes. Buzzcocks and they're still playing around once in a while. You can see them and uh, it's, it's great. All right, I'll have a look. You definitely need to see them. <laughs> you too. Okay, it make, I will. It gives, I will. I will. I will. Gives me so much joy. It just it does. It's since it brings you. See, we we just had a conversation about this recently about how the joy that it brings you to share, you know, a band you might love with those with those you love. Yes. Yeah. There you go. There you go. So okay, we'll go. I'm in. We'll go and we'll we'll sing along to uh, what do I get? And you know, it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to. Oh, that. I can't wait. Um, okay, so now there's this band, <laughs> which I became obsessed with. I saw this video. Or, or, okay, so the band is Suburban Lawns. Or the band is called Suburban Lawns. The song is called Janitor. <laughs> I don't remember watching the video back when I was a kid. I remember hearing this a lot yes. on, on K-Rock. I had no idea what the what they what looked the words, like. Or what the words actually were. Well, I did know the words, which was <laughs> kind of made me giggle. But I didn't know all the words. But anyway, of course, there's YouTube. And so now there's one performance that you can see. And there's the, the female-led singer. And I watched her. And just being like a geeky guy, I was like, or, you know, like, who is this woman who's just, she had like this butterfly collar yeah. on, did not move around. Um, and I became obsessed with her. Like, who is this woman? And so I started doing this deep dive into what her name Sue is. Sue Tissue. Her name is Sue Tissue. <laughs> and... Um, I so I googled the name and then, of course, being the geeky music nerd that I am, 
I am not the only one who's obsessed with this person. There are websites dedicated to where is Sue Tissue? What happened to Sue Tissue? But nobody knows. Nobody really knows. She, um, uh, I looked on her Wikipedia page and she, she did put together a classical album, yeah. um, piano. She, she attended the Berkeley School of Music. Yes. Um, I did listen to the piano music, which I found interesting. Um, and I did watch someone put together, again, on YouTube, she was in the movie Married to the Mob and uh, just a bit part. And she, she is, she's, uh, she's in that movie because Jonathan Demme also did um, this, uh, this Saturday Night Live short called Gidget Goes to Hell. Yeah. Again, you. again, I I went down the a little rabbit hole as I'm trying to study. But you don't what, remember that song? The song? I do Gidget remember the song, yeah. and I kind of remember the video for that. Yeah. Did you? Remember? I did. I did not remember the video. The song, I know. Yeah. Yeah. And he, yeah, he directed it, and then she, he was in another one. She was in another one of his movies, something wild. Oh, that's it. not not married to the mob. I am so sorry. Okay. Yeah. Right. It was something yeah, yeah. wild. Um, yeah, so she was married to uh, to Jeff Daniels, or she, I think that's in that the scene that they showed. They sh- someone cut it up like just just all of Sue Tissue's scenes because guys are weird and they they are attracted to obsessive. Okay. Yeah. Like, so okay, sorry. What is the origin of her name? I have no idea because that obviously is not her name. I I, I didn't dig it that deep. All of a sudden was was just trying to find out like who who is who, this woman she, who. <laughs> Go ahead. So one of the one of the descriptions I read of her something and uh, one of the websites because I also I didn't dig as deep as you, but I assigned des- you this. Yes, <laughs> please but find out something about her. Described her as Little House on the Prairie meets the Manson Girls. Her look and her presence, and I thought, yeah, because of what what she was wearing was very um, little houseish, conservative, yeah, super conservative, but singing this. This punkish new wave yeah, song, but with no movie, and she had kind of a creepy look on her face. Definitely so you can creep- describe her as the as a Man- Manson ish, right? It was definitely it was right. It was this creepy vibe, and she, it was so funny. I mean, this song, it's it, you know, it's kind of like a Talking Heads type uh, yeah. beat to it. It's it's really good, and the you know, of course, I listened to the whole album, and you know, you she, she doesn't sing on all the on the whole album, but you know, it's it's definitely interesting. There's a little talking heads elements to it and um yeah it's it's interesting but yeah there is this creepy vibe to her which is kind of maybe that's what the turn on is for the guys it's kind of attractive (laughs) i guess like (laughs) what's happening here yeah i know so um but yeah that was uh, anyway but it's funny so so i don't know if most people know about the the lyrics the lyrics i'm a janitor oh my genitals so you so you know how you can listen to a song now and you think you know what they're saying and then you find out the real lyrics of the song. She actually says both in the song. Right. I always thought growing up as a you know when I first heard it, I thought oh people were just making fun. Oh, it sounds like she's saying genitals. Oh, my genitals. Yeah. Yeah. But that, but, but she was. Yeah. Or yeah. She was saying both. She, she said I'm a janitor, <laughs> and oh my genitals. Yeah. It, it's anyway. The, yeah, and the song is just I I, I still like it. Anti-matter doesn't matter. I, I don't know. Just I like the wordplay and it, uh, it's trippy. It is trippy. I don't know if it would hold up that you said you listened to it a few times. It's not a song just like, you know, well, Lena Levitch, we were talking about who, you know, I like and I think, you know, was, the music was cool and fun and interesting. I don't know about the longevity. I mean, the regularity. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? I, it's not it wouldn't be on my, one of my, um, you know, 
running playlist. Okay. <laughs> no, it was, yeah, it was interesting. I don't know. They just kind of fell apart, this band. Yeah. I don't know, you know, where they could have taken it. But I think, you know, like the whole band was pretty good. Yeah. Well, they it were just, all real, they were all real musicians. Definitely. Yeah. So I, yeah, um, I think the guys still play together from what I understand, but uh, no one knows where Sue Tissue is. Yeah. Where well, are you, Sue? Sue. We need Sue you. Tissue. You have to call her that with both names, you know, how you... I think so. Yeah. It kind of, yeah, well, <laughs> it works. Sue Tissue. Yeah. S-U. Yes. S-U Tissue. But I think her real name is Sue Sue or Susan something, her birth name. Okay. It wasn't spelled like Susie Sue. This is, no. This is Sue. Sue, t- the regular Susie traditional Sue. Sue. <laughs> no. Why? Yeah, that's right. Susie Sue and Sue Tissue. No, no E's. What's, what's up with that? Yeah. Why Why are we against the, the letter E? We'll have to look into that. All right. That's enough uh, suburban lawn stock. Yeah. But thanks for making me dig deep on that one because I she is pretty interesting. All right. So another interesting fella. Um, yeah. This was uh, Adam and the Ants. We love Adam Ant. And uh, Stand and Deliver mm-hmm. from his Prince Charming yeah. Smash album. Yeah, I love that that there are multiple albums, multiple Adam Ant albums represented on this list well, that th- year. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I had looked into this. Prince Charming came out in 81 mm-hmm. um, and the... Uh, Kings of the Wild Frontier. Kings of the Run was before that. So that was 80 and kind of spilled into 81. But it's still charted in this yeah, one. Still, right. in yeah, still, right. I mean, this is when you kind of kind of struck when the when the iron was hot you yeah. know like all right we, all right adam let's let's keep pumping these and he out did. and he did and, and he did um and we're very thankful for that yes we are so yeah stand and, and deliver another costume type video and <laughs> you know they all get to dress up and play act and it's kind of fun yeah he's a he's he's just a pleasure to look at <laughs> that's true because <laughs> i'm just that shallow we all well look, look at me and my was, suit. So you're very deep with Sue Tissue. I, I'm just all about the you know. He's a hottie. All right. Well, that's oh Jesus. Ah, oh, gee. <laughs> no, it works. That's Adamant. It's not going to be yeah. the last we see, even in the top twenty yeah. of Adamant. But, but yeah, stand and deliver. It kind of. I, I think of Florence and the Machine now. Just kind of you know, oh. just kind of that's like uh, action adventure type music. Good comparison. Like, yeah. Even without looking at them, could you listen to the song? Absolutely can't. I never, well, of course, never you just, turn off. You close out. You close your eyes and you picture. Now Adam, I'm driving. Adam <laughs> applying your, your his pirate makeup to your face, or you know, making like, my hair. And the... yeah, there you go. You, <laughs> oh, you go on, go on. All right, so um, so there you go. Songs 19 through 11 on our podcast what difference does it make please tune in next week as we'll be talking about the top 10 songs k-rock played and the year that was 1981 so thanks for tuning in and check you later over and out it's nfl draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 